special day on my behalf. I got a very, very special guest. I know y'all heard me say things similar to that in, in, in times past. However, just to differentiate from the other special guests, this guest here really played a part in my introduction to the streets. Um, the shit we call game banging, cripping, also um, recording as an artist, life in general. Um, he was slightly older than me in the environment that we both came from, the challenges that you know can Man. you can face in those um, environments he faced before me. Just if you want to keep it at Google, if you're doing it on a scale, he had a very much further, harder upbringing than I had in the same environment, and we were united by a mutual uh, loved one long, long ago. Yes, We've been thugging ever since. He had a lot of the same gifts and blessings and aspirations that I have when it comes to being a public speaker, orator, rapper, recording artist, also a street um, legend, one of the most original Compton Crips that I've been affiliated with. I want to introduce my brother, my cousin, uh, formerly known as 3D, <laughs> uh, now known as Suicide, um, to the podcast, Facts with Phyllis. Family. Pleasure, bro. Family. Pleasure, bro. <laughs> it's been some years. Yes, humbly, the way people say see you at the top, I don't want to announce that we're at the top of anything, but beginning where we started from, and you know how imagine people say, see you at the top. I just want to say, welcome to the top, being here. You Man, know what I'm saying? We've been through a lot, bro. Um, For real. Um, it's history right here. History. I want to let you know I typically do a lot of preparation and get like current events, and I try to study my um, guests and think what would be the most pertinent things to uh, discuss. Yeah. I run it by production. They yes. give me their thoughts. And we go through a whole 48 hours of back and forth. It's a three-member team that goes for two males and a female. Shout out to the production team. Shout out, for real. This time, they, they, when they tried to go through their process a few days ago, they asked me, like, what's on the menu? I just told them, don't worry about it. We're going to freestyle. Yeah, it's different. Yes, it's very organic, very different. Um, unscripted. Unscripted. <laughs> I have no idea where it's going to go. I know we have too much to talk about that would to overdo the hour that we try to capture, so that's not a problem. I'm going to try to start this conversation from a place, just from a um, general perspective. I'm going to allow you to give, uh, give yourself an opportunity to tell your testimony because I know that... Um, the majority of what I've known of your life is the second half of it. You've had two lives in this one life where most two people get one life. You have two birthdays. And I don't want to be the one to uh, try to explain and describe how or why that is. I want to take you first to where I can recall my most foggiest members of begin member, memories of our, of our beginnings and where you were in your existence. And then you can do what you choose to explain about how you went from 3D to suicide. Let's get it. All right, so I'm gonna just throw a few names around. Shout out to DJ Loom, my cousin Leamis. My brother from yes, another mother, you, man. bro. Uh, yes, Samuel Spell backwards. Can't, can't forget Kurt either, man. Kurt either on God. <laughs> on my, and, and you can't. And, come on. No, uh, uh, was John brother. John brother, Trey. Can't yeah, Trey. 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 Can't forget Trey. The Beanie Boys. They yeah. used to keep the beanies. Yeah. Used to clown the beanies. Oh God. <laughs> so I want to say uh Eve Jim, Leon Haywood, yes. Crenshaw and Rodeo in the yes. back in the alley. Yes. Um uh, before I know um uh, I'm gonna just say this to the world. I said it before. Before that, that was a part of our um history. It is. And I can remember that as my first remembrance of your your professional recording situation. But the reason I was exposed to that is because prior to that, a lot of people know. I, I grew up in Compton in the Track New area, which is walking minutes from 
your native yep. neighborhood of the Lantanas. And because of my cousin DJ Loom, Lee Amis, I, um, as a youngster, used to go across the lounge with him. And you was one of his partners. And then I became familiar with you to the point where the way my mama tried to raise me so isolated, you was one of the only niggas I knew that was a street nigga, crip nigga that Come understood by, yourself. by myself. <laughs> on that bike, I remember we used to have, used to have the pounds, the pit bulls, just the, the pig iron. It was everything speed back there, speed back, everything. Because it was like a, it was, it, was one, it, was, it was really one of my first very up close introductions to what it really is to be out here. And then, you know, me being a poet or whatever, we had the same gifts. And then you went through some traumatic experiences in your life where you felt like you were um, hopeless. Yes. Life familyless. Homeless. Please bring us into your experience because I know you're a motivational speaker now. Oh, you yeah. traveled the world. Oh, yeah. Japan and beyond. Break us. Introduce yourself. smoke with you. I'm going to smoke with you for sure. We're we, we going we gonna to get it. Well, one of the first niggas I was smoking weed with, too, on the set. <laughs> for real. <Go> ahead. <laughs> for real. Um, man, you know, when I was, uh, you know, kicked out the house, uh, the adoption home that I grew up in at 16, it's like I had no other place to go but the streets, but the neighborhood, you know, the, that that was the family that I had and shit. And it got to the point to where I feel like it, it, things wasn't adding up for me in life. Mm. You know, it just wasn't adding up. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hustling. I'm doing everything possible to try to stay afloat, to try to stay ahead. But when it came to that, having that family structure, family love, because Miss Price had got sick. Mm. So her daughters took over her house and they asked me to leave because I was bringing drama to the house. But Miss Price had been responsible for raising you up into uh, your teenagers. From 18 months. Okay, yeah. well, was, was that uh, from your bloodline or was that like an adoption situation? Adopted situation okay. for me being abandoned by my real parents and found in my apartment. Young. I was 18 months. Also. Oh, all you knew was Miss Price. That's like natural yeah, blood. Yeah. Okay, That's okay. All I knew was Miss Price. Because her home was a, yeah, in 92. Her God home was a no, temporary age, foster though. home. What age? Was I? Yeah. I was like um, 21. She okay. came. Tweety brought her to see me in the hospital when I shot myself in the head. Okay. Um, I feel like at that point, I was um, getting maybe 22. Life just wasn't working out. Sleeping in the car. I'm sleeping on the homies' floors. I'm wherever what, I can. For how much? For, like, okay, so just between the ages of 21 and 22, it was that bad? So it was like a 12-month so period? Oh, No, from like 16 years of age to like to, 22. So I was like 21. So like, oh, like five years. Yeah, yeah five years of just... Trying your best. Just couldn't breathe right in life. Just couldn't breathe right in life. I, I just couldn't figure it out. It, it just, I couldn't pinpoint it. You know, it typically just, when you hear people that have made us... Uh, attempt and were successful you hear about people who took pills who weren't that potent or maybe uh sliced their wrists and it wasn't that uh bro um i know god bless i'm so glad that i can say this you took a, a, a active firearm and you have a scar that, right here that, that goes across your temple this, right this is x marks the spot yes yeah. this is what we taught it's my birthmark yeah a, a second birthmark mm -hmm. on a spiritual sense I know how you dedicated your life, even though you didn't turn into an angel immediately. Yes. You still stayed on the, and, and in a deep sense, it's like to be applauded because a lot of people have near death experiences and then on the opposite side, they immediately act like, oh, I'm holy and I'm, you didn't necessarily do that. I, I came out the hospital with a big bandage around my head and it was back to the same, same life. Nigga. Nothing changed, same nigga. And I just got a bandage on my head. Still doing the same shit, still in these trenches, still ready for whatever. And it, it, What was it about the emotions that led you to that decision and then surviving such a tragic experience that you inflicted upon yourself that caused you, it's been 30 plus years. Yes. 
to be such a, you know, all my, like one of my motherfucking, being attracted to our lifestyle that we dedicate yes. ourselves to at one yes. point and your testimony, you know how dangerous the lifestyle is in general. And then being able to balance a uh, communication and with you understanding that if you don't know what this nigga up to, that was kind of like the same thrill that attracted me to the streets in general. But what is it? Cause you always assured me in more ways than one that there was no harm. There was no reason to be fearful of you. Even yeah. though I saw you still maintain the same command in your environment, you never turned down what you was, but I never felt like I was threatened even though I knew exactly what you had experienced. What is it about life before the incident yeah. and after that caused you to be such a balanced individual? Well, technically the beef wasn't with nobody, it was with me. Mm. You know, I had personal beef within myself and and the last time I had seen Miss Price, you know, she had Alzheimer's and I'm standing there talking to her and she, don't know you. she didn't know me. <sighs> and this is somebody that that's, I couldn't do no wrong in her eyes. Mm. This is who I talked to, whether I did right or wrong, this is who I knew I could come talk to and she should, you know, put her arms around me and was pray there, for me. Was there a portion of you that thought that doing this would cause you to be able to be back reunited with that? You be, now I'm with, I'm with her? I mean, I feel like, see, I feel like when she was brung to the hospital, they didn't tell her what happened. They told her somebody tried to rob me mm. and shot me in the head. Mm. But I remember looking up, man, waking up, and I looked up, and Miss Price was standing over me, and I, you know, I leaned up, and she put her arms around me, and we cried together. You know, we, we cried. So, wait, I apologize, because up until this point, I'm thinking that the loss of Miss Price led you to that decision. So Miss Price was still in your life. She, she was... Her her daughters was running the house and put me out, and she wasn't in no position how she was when she was in good strength, you know. To to no, nah. because her husband really didn't used to didn't like me. He used to be like, oh, we need to trade him in, you know. He didn't really care for me. She, she loved me. She came about you through her seeking out an adoption or just through well, personal her, acquaintances. She her knew about home the situation. was like she kept foster kids. Okay. Like that whole area right there, even our neighbor, Mr. Shank, it kept foster kids. Okay. And like when kids got- You mean that, is, are you referring to the shit you can see off of laundry, that little cut? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. When um, um, when they took me, her home was a like temporary foster home. So they placed kids here till they figure out if they're gonna or go they back with their parents okay. or they're gonna go to the system. When mm. she got me, she was kind of older at the time and she like, mm. They was like, well, he's not going back to his parents, so if, if you want to adopt him, you can. And I was 18 months, and mm. she did all the steps and did everything, and she adopted me, and she kept me, and she loved me. And mm. she used to tell me how I had eczema over 90% of my body from my feet to my neck. Mm. I remember they used to tie socks on my hands because I used to bleed, mm. and I'd be scratching so much. But that was my heart, and when I seen her like that, it, it, it like it, it broke me to see her like that. Somebody that I know loved me, that always loved me, that always defended me. Could nobody say nothing wrong about me? I were did. you aware at that time that she took you in because you were I, not at that time because okay. I was young. Okay. And on my thirteenth birthday, Norma Jean, because I don't call her my mother, mm -hmm. Norma Jean and her son Lavertis. My mom name's Gloria Jean. Let's dig. Go ahead. Came to the door mm. to see me. How they found, how they knew where I was, I don't know, because normally they don't let the parents know where you at. Mm -hmm. 
at all. Mm -hmm. So Miss Price come in the room and she say, come in the living room. I want somebody, I want you to meet somebody. Mm. I'm wondering, I'll go in there. She said, I, I want to tell you that this is your biological mother mm. right here mm. and that we adopted you. I never knew. Mm. But I, a social worker used to come see me every month and I never knew why. This lady mm. used to come see me every month and ask me questions. How are you being treated? You started regular part of being yeah. a kid in the house. Yeah, I, I ain't knowing. So Miss Price, she let me go, you know, with Norma Jean that day. Um, mm. Went for some hours, met other family members, you know, that remembered when it happened. And I was telling me, like, I was too young. I wasn't able to do nothing. And I get it, you know, okay. And then I found out, you know, my... Um, Real Pops was still alive at mm. the time and shit. Healthy, doing well. No, still doing crack. Oh, she, fuck that. she was still doing crack. Okay. Oh, you know, okay, they, okay, okay. They, they, I, you know, I was born a crack okay. baby. Okay. And, you know, was, of was, course. Was, was, was in an innovator for a long a period of time and mm. and then, you know, took to the apartment and, and then they came and took us. Mm -hmm. They took me and my brother Lavertis, you know, but she went back and got him. Mm. He was with her. Who was older? He older than me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he older than me. And she went and grabbed him. She went back and got him. And same father? Do we got the same father? No, different fathers. You think same that man mother. played a part while she decided one versus the other? I mean, man, if you ain't coming to get both, don't come get none. Ooh. Is that is, is that there favoritism? Because that's what I question. Mm. Like, did you love him more? Or, or was it, since I'm younger, it's going to be more for you to deal with me because I'm younger? Mm. And he's older, so it's less. less uh, you can tell him go take a shower, go do this, go wash, go wash yourself, go go brush your teeth. But with me, you gotta assist me. You gotta help. You me. know that 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 reality definitely plays a part in the way parents um, approach parenting. Mm -hmm. It definitely does. So that's deep to have to even consider. So these are the pressures that was weighing upon your life. Yeah, yeah. So you know, um, I go meet aunties and. All kinds of stuff. Then I find out where, you know what I mean, Frank, because, you know, lived. And then I found out I had a brother that was in the feds. And mm -hmm. me and him, um, Frankie, we still cool to this day. We've Shout always been cool. That's what's up. You know what I mean? When he was in jail, I used to send him kites. You know, when he came home, he did 19 years. Mm. We, he lived in Arizona. We still cool, but. How long, how, how, how long before you guys realized each other and y'all got in each other's life? Um, how let me old, see. How old age? Ooh, man. Probably like 30-something. Oh, when I was, first met him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. At his auntie house off like 112th over by the casino over there on, what is that? By Prairie. Okay. Over that way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, he grew up over in that area. Okay. You know, And, uh, you know, he was a grinder. And like I said, we, we still cool to this day. But, uh, and then the whole time, Norma Jean um, lived on 133rd in Wilmington. Oh, in the front. All this time. Mm -hmm. all, the, all that time, that's where they lived. So I and, used to and go, your situation went through the system the proper way. They just happened to be right there the, the whole time. Wow. You know, and then I, I, you know, they take me over there and I find out I got a little brother at that time. Little Willie was eight. Mm. I mean, embrace him. Right. You know, I, I embraced little Willie. You know what? Well, let me see. No, little Willie. How old was little Willie that, at that time? He was young. He was mm. super young. But as I got older, you know, what I mean. I used to go back over there when I was like 20, right. 21. I, I could imagine because I know how you adopted yeah. me as a cousin and yeah. it was never nothing yeah. but that. So, yeah. Yeah, I, so I go blood. back over there and, you know, I'm, I'm going to see Lil Willie hanging out with him. And, you know, at this time, music was out. And, and I can remember on, on 133rd, um, the verdict was like, 
man, that's that's messed up what you be saying about our moms and your music. I said, my mm. nigga, I live that. I stand on that because I live that. I ain't lying. Right. Well, you shouldn't be telling no nigga to say what I want. My, matter of fact, nigga, won't you get in these streets with me, nigga, and run that, nigga? Because mm. I don't look at you as blood as all to me, nigga. I'm over here to see Lil Willie, not you. Mm. In front of his homies, nigga, I'll mix mm. you. I mix you. I seen him at the store one day. He's a buster. He He was a buster. He from over there, though? I think, I guess, you know, but nobody respected him over there, you know? But I used to go over there and come see Lil Willie. He finally got in Lil Willie's head and brainwashed him. You know, right now, this day, me and Lil Willie don't talk. And I'm talking about I was the one who used to come make sure Lil Willie was good. Because, you know, he he, he was a dirty little kid. I'm not finna watch my little brother live like this because... Y'all mamas. How does a little brother lose appreciation for a big brother that bridged that gap and played that part in his life? What could they have possibly told him? Well, they've been together a long time. Oh, they got this. Uh, I, I'm like, to me, I guess I, he started realizing I'm as an outsider because he's like, that ain't our brother. He ain't nothing to us. Mm. Don't listen to him because we ain't cool. And I told him the story. And he heard the music for itself. So I don't know if he kind of got hurt behind it. And mm. then, you know, I find Wait, out. Because you keep saying the music. And you know, I understand what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. People listening may have no idea. Can you give us an idea of a lyric that how you may have expressed your experience that refers to your mother that may have caused the conflict from between your final exit? I wrote that homeless sitting in front of Bruno House in the rain. This is this is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about the 1990s Eve Jim. Yeah. Um, yes, that album uh, came out in '95. Haywood. This mm-hmm. is the album I watch record. Final exit. Villain on hitchhike. This shit is real. Shit is, shit is real. From the heart. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, two, inch, two inch reels when it really cost a whole lot of money to record an album. I watched the street nigga record an album. A whole oh, lot of money. A whole lot of money. Shout out to DJ Loon once again. For real, God, man. For real. Because he was cold with them beats, man. What? Okay. On, on the final exit, though, give me an idea of how a lyric would go. How did you refer to your mother? See, you didn't tell her to kiss your ass and, and pull up your pants. You remember? Before I pull up my pants. Uh, yeah, they, my they can suck my dick, kiss my ass, and lick my balls. But first, remove I my pants. And don't forget to remove my drawers. Remember that. Oh, my remember that? mama, mama. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah. see me right now. Yeah. 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 I, I used to serve them because this how I feel. Once oh. I Found out? Wait, hold up. For real? This and this, this is why what I, I went why, through. You know why I can respect the perspective from somebody like you on that because the tenderness and love I seen you shown to all other mothers and aunties of the world. You're not a person that's gonna jump the gun in disrespect. I can imagine you your know. moms had a million opportunities in your mind to repair that, and that would have never been said. All she had to do was come to the altar and, and bow her head. No matter what she had done, you would have forgiven at any moment. So I would imagine. Well, the day she stood on 133rd, you know, and it's a trip because she was still doing drugs. And when I came over there, you know, to see her, they was like, oh, she across the street over there at that house. You know, she Mm. come out the house wiping her mouth. Come on, my nigga, you know what that mean? Mm. I'm older now. I I know what you just did. I caught you you in the middle of uh, getting you some yabby. You know, you doing whatever. You just pay for it. You just pay for it. Mm-hmm. You just pay for it. Mm-hmm. And you you come out in the middle of the street and and you crying to me. I love you. And I'm like, man, why you why you do me like that? Oh, I love you. You just don't understand. You mean the world to me. I said, you don't even know me. Mm-hmm. How I mean anything to you? What's my favorite color? What I like to eat? Mm. You don't even know me. I'm a stranger to you. I'm over here to see Lil Willie because he ain't got nothing to do with it. 
And you're making this approach to her based on after you got out the system, you had action. Well, I mean, once oh, you want the whole experience, the whole experience okay. from okay. My, my, you know, her come, my 13th birthday. Uh, oh, this your brother? I'm like, okay. Then I get older, and I I'm told mm. the story. Miss Price start telling me the story, and it started dining on me. Like, wait a minute. Well, well, why she never came back and got me? But I'm glad she didn't. Mm. I thank God for that, and that was God. I thank God for that. She never came back and got me mm. for the simple fact. Miss Price, Miss Price put a cloth around me. We love you, Miss Price. Thank you, baby. Protected thank you, me. Thank you. Thank you. For real, I, I got a song called "Phone Call to Heaven" mm. that I did for Miss Price. That's so cold. I'm gonna be shooting a video to it, and That's it's hard. deep because you know th them days, man. You know, I, I, sometimes I sit by myself, man, and and, and I talk to Miss Price, and and, and and it's a feeling that mm. I can't love one. It's a feeling. Like I there's can no greater that. feeling. The room just got warm right now. Oh so my, my, no my, greater my. feeling, loved one. And and her telling me she loved you don't even know me. I'm over here to technically see Lil Willie. That's the only reason I'm over here. Mm. You know, I, I love my little brother. Then I find out I got an auntie stay down the street named Cat. From you or from her? Um, um, Frank, Big okay. Frank, his sister. Okay. And she like, well, you know, you got an auntie stay right down there, at the, all the way down 134th, right there. I find out where she live. I, I go by there a few times. I knock on the door. You know, she never answered. Then a couple times I see her, the, the blinds move. Then I'm like, Cat, mm. I'm your, I'm your nephew. Like Frank is my dad. I'm your nephew. Like, when you when you see Frank and the other his siblings and the, how genetics look, do you look like you fit in with they shit? To be real with you, nah, I didn't fit in. Mm. The way Miss Price embraced me. I mean, if you had to take a photograph outside of the energy, do you mm -hmm. look like they look like, oh, I could be. Well, they, they say men, um, Lavertis look like twins. Mm. We look so much alike, we look like twins. You know, as much as I resonate with your personal experience and I'm 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 fit, I'm empathizing, it just seems to me to be almost like a replica of what we've apparently gone through as mm -hmm. in America, mm -hmm. we don't know our identity. Mm -hmm. Don't know we want it. we don't know quite where we came from. And it's like your personal experience seems to be a replica of our overall experience. Yes. We 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 so long I can't I can't imagine like I know my daddy. My daddy know who his daddy is. And then we even know his 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 mother's other husband, my stepfather. We know I know my mother. I know who her father is. I couldn't imagine being in that position, man. And I just I empathize, but I also want to applaud you because we all discuss the journey of overcoming and the challenges and to be faced with that many challenges. Repeatedly, yes. Bro, tell me this, what what is your experience? Because I know life still comes with challenges. It do. But you went from 20 years of life um, and the challenge that it presented you, you was fed up with life. And then you've gone 30 more years, almost, or over 30, almost, yes. right up in that bracket. And you appreciated the ups and downs. What I is had it? to embrace it. What is it about the other side that makes you appreciate life in the way that you run around? And I know you've been instrumental in, in trying to encourage many others to appreciate life. What is it about life now? I feel like life was written before we got here. Mm. And if I didn't go through what I went through, then I wouldn't be who I am. Mm. I don't know who I would be. You know, like, and, and like I said, when I, you know, my aunt, she finally opened the door one day mm -hmm. after me going over there constantly knocking on it. 
like bam, 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 bam. Like I just seen you look out the blinds. I just seen the blinds move. I just want to know. You know what I'm saying? They say I got a father out here. Who I want to see. Him. And what happened that day? She find well. She, I see why they call her cat because she had about mm-hmm. thirteen cats in the wow. house. You yeah. know, what I mean? yeah, everywhere. Hey, so niggas sit down. <laughs> just, how many? How many everywhere. special tricks you think she didn't taught at least one or two of them cats? Man, them bad. She had like thirteen of them. Wow. It was deep, and that's why they call her cat. So she like, yeah, your daddy, he lived right down 118 to San Pedro. Mm. Oh, okay. Block rip. She, yeah, she t- tell me where it's at. You know, I, I go over there, and I got a little sister named Lynette. Mm. She was 11 at the time. So, I, you know, go over there and, you know, she tell him that I'm coming over there and uh, meet this dude. You could tell he's still doing drugs, mm. you know. And he, the first thing he tell me is, man, pull your pants up. I'm 22, uh, mm. beyond gangbanging. I already know who you is. I, I went belligerent. Oh, wow. You don't even know me, nigga. Mm. I'm over here to see my little sister. You don't even know me. Nigga, don't, I'll beat the brakes off you. You don't mm. even know me. How you gonna tell me pull my pants up, nigga? What type of energy you get back off of that? He looks he, he looks stupid right. in the face. Right. And I meant that. Right. And you know, I, I meet my grandmoms, you know, his moms, and then I meet little Lynette, and I used to go see little Willie, and I would go see little Lynette, and I always stayed in touch with Frankie. Mm. You know, my brother Frankie always stayed in touch with him. Um, I'm 53, Frankie is what, 52. Okay. Always stay in touch. We we still cool to this, to this day. day. Still, Shout out Frankie. That's you know, he, big bro, I love you, man. I love you too, bro. Like, this is my flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. I've always embraced people, and everybody I ever embraced is flesh and blood to That's me. That's right. That's how my life was. That's but like my you said, experience. That's yeah, my yeah, experience. And I embrace you. And, and to me, you, right. you flesh and blood to right. me, my nigga. You know why? I was reflecting on that on my way here and just overall analyzing my experience with you and things that I perhaps could discuss and all that. I just happen to realize just going through the memory lane how we've been family since like day one. Mm-hmm. And then my knowing your whole experience, I realized you you were someone at one point who felt like you had no family, nobody. Nothing. And so many niggas in the street call you cuddy, your cousin, or you know, you you develop you think you develop a bond and we say we cousins and then the next time something happened, you like, huh? But throughout the years, the most genuine expression of somebody embracing me as they cousin when I looked at them as like a big homie in advance, it's been you. Through ups, downs, every that, day ain't been a perfect day, but through it all said and done, you've never faltered, wavered from that. I can't, I couldn't. And you had the opportunity to. It wasn't like I ever was the person that had the power over our interaction. So I always respect that, man. I more recently than anything have been proud to see you um make a presence on the internet yes as someone who's doing what i'm doing today interviewing individuals uh mental health mental health is the is the is the key thing it's important it's it's very important i know you have a personal experience but so how long have you felt like it's been a personal burden of yours to just address mental health in general in the public well for many years you know i've always addressed suicide awareness Mm-hmm. you know, suicide prevention and awareness. And I end up getting an um, a interview, you know, from Adam over at No Jumper. And once he heard my story, it just, it just blew him away. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, he been he done interviewed thousand plus people. He's never heard this one. Mm-hmm. This was that one that like, you know, raised the eyebrow like, wow. And 
the day the interview um, it aired, you know, everybody fell in love with it, man. It, I was getting phone calls because I gave out my number. Shout out to Adam because I'm going to say this personally. For sure. Shout out to Adam. There's definitely a term that's been coined culture vulture. And I finally realized why culture vulture is a term. Mm -hmm. It's basically because a vulture has a reputation of when someone else makes a kill, then he'll come and bully them and run them off and benefit off the kill of others. Mm -hmm. So in the sense of our culture being developed or established and being um, valuable, we look at those who had no input on establishing it, creating it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on and benefit as culture vultures. And, 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 and for real, people look at him like that and they looking at him from an internet perspective. But you know what I've often... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I can help make that argument yeah. toward him. Yeah. What I've often applauded him for is the way he's in, been inclusive. Mm -hmm. Of He's the first that I can pinpoint that has made a regular, made it his business to once he's established a platform off a culture that he may appear a vulture of, he's turned around and prepared a table for members of that culture to increasingly grow. He didn't just grab a token. First, it may have seemed like tokenism when it was just your little homie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, AD is over there. My nephew is over there. Shout yeah. out to AD. Yeah, and I, I also want to learn, um, express that I applaud AD from being able to deal with a lot of things that people that may have been even considered more emotional, some as myself. Yes, may have not have dealt with in real time for the greater picture. Yes, and I think he's been a very effective at bringing about a change of what at least I personally and what the public a lot have seen and what they perceived him to be in. Um, comparison to other platforms, yes. even bigger or closer. We know yes. who, I don't want to speak no names, but I always gave him, even before you got there, I applauded him for making the effort of really preparing a table for those that have actually created this culture to not only benefit from what he established, but to create. Yes. yes. And by the time you came along, I really made my mind to turn a blind eye to a lot of what I didn't approve of with Adam because I was in so much support. How does it feel to be over there a part of such a large platform and to have so much freedom to be yourself? Well, for one, like I said, when a lot of people, you know, they say what they say about Adam and a lot of people say it from behind the camera. Of course. I know Adam on a personal level. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He, he definitely got a good heart. Mm -hmm. And he definitely give opportunity to people. He definitely does. Good looking at him for that, definitely. It, it, um, a, a real solid one with his lady, with his wife, and, and an amazing father with his well, kid. you know, from the sentiments that I have just with solidness with, you know, matrimony and just knowing some of the things he's very, very uh, comfortable in dealing with his wife with in the industries. I'm going to leave that alone. To each his own. Yeah, I'm going to let you give him a salute. To I'm each his own. I, I, I co-sign every other salute. That one, I'm, I'm going to sit out. Well, to but each his own. Yeah, of course. Of they, course, they, indeed. They, grown people move how they want to. Oh, my mama, mama, they do. <laughs> you know? Talk your stuff. <laughs> yeah. And, and look, when you, your name is suicide because you earned it. Yes. You understand extremes. So, I understand it. Yeah. Each, definitely. Yeah, so go ahead. Fully. Just talk your talk. And, and when he hit me and, you know, offered the opportunity at that time, it's, I really didn't know what I want to do. I had to think on it. You know, it, it really fell in my lap. But I had been going up to No Jumpers. I've been going up there now for like two years. Just every Tuesday. Playing every the Going up to support my nephew, AD. You know what I mean? I'm going to pull up on you. Uh, I'm going to lead a studio. Studio, No Jumper, nine minutes away from the studio. I'm going to pull up on you, nephew. I, and then it led to an interview. And then it led to an opportunity. And, 
and I really decided what I wanted to do. I wanted to have a platform where people can actually call in and talk to me and get advice, not just. So Adam allowed you just, to develop yeah, your concept yeah, of what. Me, yeah, me, him, and Josh sit down and we had that discussion. He's like, well, if you would, you know, do a show, what would it be? And I told him I want to have that show where people, not just people in the industry, but everyday people. Mm-hmm. We Sometimes we forget about our everyday people with a nine to five a job that's not a celebrity, that's not known. We can't forget about them. How do you maintain, how do you, how do you find the, the energy to balance yourself as being a street legend, gang legend, and then to be someone who understands life is celebrity? You've been an independent artist. I don't want to even, you know, try to put no extras on it, but I know how far your career is taking you across the country so young and and then i mean how do you balance now you understand that okay we on a public platform where not only people have been through this street shit matter not only people have been through this industry struggle rather how do you relate to the everyday person so well what do you what do you think you get the um capacity to understand not only the person that was born and raised in compton but mm-hmm. someone as diverse as an atom for one the shit I've been through, I know what it feel like to say to yourself, I wanna die, I'm finna kill myself, and actually do it. You get that, you get that from celebrities, but you get that a lot from everyday people. Mm-hmm. That that just, I just have a regular job, I just go to work and you know, come on from it's work. More so now than ever. Out. Yeah, more so now than ever, and this is my calling. I always thought, my music was my calling at one point because the stuff I talked about in my music made people think. The same message. Same message. Same message. Boy, you take, I, I, you take the, the beat out, yeah. you, you broaden your audience. Yeah, you, you broaden your audience. And like I said, same message because every time I've ever did a song, I've always made sure the lyrics is something that you can actually see. Oh God, oh my mama, mama, and he's always caused it to be. Uh, no matter how dark the story was, there was some inspiration in one bar to let you know. Yes, it's something next. It's it's something next. Yeah. And and what I finally start realizing, the more I start getting out physically and people seeing me in a physical form, I start really realizing, like, you know what? People's really embracing me, and they're embracing me. People used to embrace me on the street life shit. And I always wanted to make it a notion that when I do leave here, when that day do come, I want to be remembered as, man, this dude was really out here trying Mm, to save lives. Do something right. Trying to give people advice to want to live. Because I've been had this number 17 years. I give it out. People call me all the time, message me all the time. Everyday people. I talk to them. As much as I've been watching you in the last year or so be researched as a public figure, I've been sitting back blushing, liking it, and then as I've been developing my platform, always assuming that I would like in the future invite you here. So, um, and, and as soon as you hit me, like, let's do it. Oh, God. Come on, man. I ain't going to think twice. When you, but it's the, now that the point is you say same number. When I tap the number, immediately, <laughs> like, bam, you feel me on my mama, mama. So I can't, I'm just saying, I can attest that that's true. Oh, yeah. You know what I realized too when it comes to Crip and the world thinks of the, word, the, the color blue, right? When 
your cripping from original day, there's another color that's affiliated with it. Like brown. Yeah, like, <laughs> I, like my, my understanding of cripping being that even though I don't represent no brown, I represent nothing but blue. Yeah. Um, I understand that. Yeah. Can you kind of explain to those who might be right now like well, I mean the OGs before me, you know, like you know, we had the brown rags, you know, in the neighborhood, like different hoods got before different color rags. Oh yeah, way before. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to my all white niggas from yeah, the man, I got major family from, from Spook Town, you know? <laughs> for, for sure. But yeah, we 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 always since wow. since since I was uh, uh, seven eight years old, all I ever remember seeing, you know, was, was brown rags. That's all I ever remember seeing. Help us understand why. Where did that come from? If you can, it, it, I mean, it came from the older cats in the neighborhood. That that was the color they chose for the rags. Cash and as I grew up into it, this is you know. I'm gonna go back again. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go low vibration again. Couple game back questions. We're gonna get off of Tana Tana Sand Land. Um, black rack, brown rack. Is that any correlation? Because they also are original Compton gang that has they, a they color definitely is. blue. The fact that y'all brown, they black, y'all tanner, tanner. Is there any connection to the tanner's difference? Because a lot of times people who not really from right where we are, mm -hmm. they'll get it confused when you mention it. Well, well, so what is it? Is there any well, connection see, we, difference? Well, well, yeah, well, I know, but I'm asking we have a street called Lantana, okay. in our neighborhood. Okay. Lantana Street, you know, okay. either Mill McKinley or, or Wadsworth. Of course. You know, it, them are the cross streets. And um, how they got the name um, Santana, you know, I, I don't really remember the full story behind it. Because it, it was before, huh? I always assumed it was associated with the street Santa Fe. It, it probably, it probably is. I, I probably is. Assume, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure if that's true or not. Yeah, I don't know if that's, you know, okay. true or not at all. But, but our neighborhoods have always been, you know what I mean? Cool with each other, East solid side, with each West other. Side, yeah, Tana. yeah, yeah. Well, you it, know what I always Tana. A trend in like the, the, the future of game bang, the 9, 2000, the, it's like by now the Tana Tana would have did a kick thing. Y'all never did that. The Tana Tana has never been Tana banging just because it's Tana Tana. Huh? Oh, yeah, I mean this brown and black young young generation. That's but, why I'm but all of us older cat. We always got money together. Okay, you know what I'm saying that we always got money together. You know for sure. Do you? you um, I haven't seen it lately, but I seen it's a um, it's a couple of G niggas from Santana who have a presence on the internet. Gangster, content, gangster, gangster, and my and my boy uh uh Eminem uh damn what's the, what's the homie name cause damn I'm gonna have to go look at my phone <laughs> I can't forget him now man no, I can't forget him mailman yeah the postman yeah. the hood postman Melly Mel shout out to Melly Mel and shout out to my nigga Beasy he artist I don't want to get on the um that's what I want to ask you on some road call a uh, name shit what's up with my nigga G Trout girl shout out to my nigga yeah, G Trout yeah, how he chilling doing? man he's he chilling he's he, he still hey he's still G Trout man okay. <laughs> I'm not even finna break down on he that, still got that, that attitude man I'm not finna break down what that means to the world but just mean that mean try true thorough don't give a fee still who he is i love you local oh, my mama mama he's still oh, yeah. in the same general area no he's up uh out the way oh, I was out the way up. i want to pull up yeah, but out I'm, the way my heart pulling up on you local on crap oh yeah. god mandatory uh what about ghetto black my nigga still he's chilling he's chilling hell yeah he's still chilling it's chilling. Dude, I want to say rest in peace to uh, Young Flo on my mama, yeah, mama. Little Brody, man. Yeah, love you, cuz, on the set. Little Brody, uh, man. And I also want to say rest in peace to Big Gino. Definitely. Oh, uh, For real. I, you know, I, I, I want to say rest in peace to my Uncle Grant, dog, who is an original country crip, not really 
He between Park Village and very, very young. They okay. weren't really the Park Villages, though. He just a counter crip, one of them SEC riders. For sure. Marcellus is one of his very best oh, friends. Yeah. My uncle Marcellus. dog, oh, yeah. very soon, recently. But right before he died, he had me on the phone with Marcellus. So shout out to Marcellus. Oh, yeah. Mama, mama. Oh, yeah. I talked to him on a regular. Is that right? Oh, yeah. I just got a key. I, I got a key. I, I, I'm fucking up, man. Oh, God. I dropped the paper. I don't even know where I dropped that. <laughs> it's all good. Keep it, good. <laughs> it, 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 it probably wasn't meant. No, it, it might, it may or may not be. But if we're gonna keep it flowing, either we gotta find it or you might just tell me what it said. Oh, there was a music group called Seven Town. Oh, okay. All right, since that was some real life production, I don't know how this gonna come out in the edit, but um, is there any correlation with the Santana blocks from your recollection um, with a music group? Because I know from my history, and I, you might want to put some input since you got inputted. I think that, or I may recall somewhat that the Q102s got something to do with a radio station, their history. So, mm. And I've also heard recently that maybe the Santanas may be connected with like a professional or a recording group. Never heard anything like that. Not offhand. That's what it do. That's what it do. Oh, my, 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 my. Uh, you still record music? Here and there, man. I'm really like, you know, I'm pushing your little cuzzo, little side. Shout out to little side. You That's know? Oh, uh, yeah. You know, my nephew, Dre Hill, my little bro, IMB Izzy. What's up with TC? The hood fellas and all that. Tiny Sizzle, Wild Digger, I, I wish him. I wish him nothing but the best, but I would, I would love to see my godson, TJ. You know, I, I don't know what that, it is. That's a young prospect athlete. Oh yeah, yeah, he going pros for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah, Look I, I, I don't know what it is, but you know, um, some people man forget where they come from. You know, I embrace, I embrace. That was my godson. Once upon a time, that was my godson. No, be based upon our relationship and the way you introduced him to me. It's been, it's, it is nothing but love. I can't imagine that that's not what it always happens. I ain't got nothing but love. You know, I don't know why he feel the way he feel, but I ain't got nothing but love. But but at the same time too, nigga, can't nothing breathing disrespect me, mm. cause I'll take it personal. You know, mm. if anybody got something they want to get off their chest, my nigga is. No, I didn't mean to go know? down that road. So. No, I'm just saying. Yep, I'm yep. just speaking the real. Yeah, I ain't no. tripping like that, but I'm just I'm just being honest. I, I I'm loyal. Whoever I fuck with, I'm loyal to. No, I can I can attest to that. Straight out. Definitely. I embrace people. I make sure people don't get hurt out here. If you, you with me, ain't nothing finna happen to you. It gotta happen to both of us. Even when and they got the opportunity to make it go the other way. Straight out. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've done it. But I ain't got number love on which nothing bad, which nothing but the best, you know, but I definitely want to see my godson, Lil TJ. I miss him, for real. And that's from the heart. Because I'm a real one and can't nothing take, nobody take that from me. No, Anybody nobody. say different? Then come on, man. I couldn't imagine. I don't. I'm not finna. You know that family. When it comes to family, the, the tighter the circle, the connection get, the less involved the rest get. Yeah, though, yeah. Uh, although we all family. But see, that was the thing. A lot of people used to get involved in, no, and, I've and, 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 and feed the fire. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, next time they feed the fire, let me walk with you to the chimney. Mm -hmm. So oh, we can see the flames together. I guarantee you, the fire go out. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's gonna go out, mm -hmm. but it's cool. Number love, number love, straight out. Number love. I see he just drops some new music. Him and KD, 
Um, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah, they dropped some new music. I didn't even know my nigga was still getting down. I saw him recently. Um, I think it's the last time I saw you before today. Oh, okay. I saw you also at the, repass? At the funeral, but I saw you at the repass. Yes. So I saw him at the repass in the hole. Yes. I had seen a gang of the homies since a long time. Since we've been in the hole, it felt good to be back in the hole. Cause I know, man. History. For real. Trini. For real. My little cuz. I was set. Um, it was, it, it's so many questions I got on my mind that I want to um, ask you. Did you watch the Super Bowl? To be honest, I didn't. You don't fuck with football sports. I mean, if it ain't Cowboys, oh. you know. <laughs> I mean, if it ain't the American team, then yeah, I wouldn't All really right. trip. Let me just ask you this. We got, uh, we got, okay. Did you watch the game? No. The Super Bowl? I'm serious. You didn't watch the highlights or nothing? I'm dead ass. Wow. You I'm, I'm serious. Up. I swear to God, because I knew we was going to be able to carry. I just knew I was going to be able to ask you that. Well, let me just ask you this. Are you proud to see finally two black quarterbacks going in? You I'm, I'm with that. that but you I'm free, with that. You just want, which I'm with that. Dak. I, I, I'm with that. But let me tell, okay. It was good to see that. that. That was history. So tell me this. this, this history was made. Right. You, can, you, can, you can still weigh in, because this was a debate before you got here. Do you believe that the fact that uh, Hertz is a primarily known to be an exceptional running quarterback is going to cause him to be more or less successful in the future of the NFL. Do you think the running quarterback is going to be more of a commodity, commodity or more of a liability? Do you think the pocket passers as Brady, uh, Peyton Manning, Eli Manning, is that going to be the future, or do you think that the more successful teams, even Super Bowl success, is going to be the running quarterback? The running quarterback. That was the general debate before you got here. Uh, in the pocket. In the pocket. My point, I mean, even though a running quarterback is a risk, but I really feel like, yeah, the, the running quarterback is going to have a better advantage than the cat that sit there in the pocket and, and look around the field, for sure. That was my point. I figured that the NFL in general is going to be less invested in finding the next Brady yes. than they are going to be finding the prime Michael Vick type, that what he was going to be, yes. what Lamar Jackson almost is, what Jalen Hurts proved to almost be the type for the future. Yes. I think that's going to be the the, the, uh, the way of the future. Just the fact that they're they're investing in keeping something that they have branded as next-gen stats. From the most important position on the field, mm -hmm. if you want to keep next-gen stats, how do you have statistics on a quarterback and it doesn't include <laughs> rushing yards? Somebody help me understand that. Ooh, yeah. I, I was a D. I was a D. A What's D nephew up to? Hey, nephew, what up, DJ? What you up to? What he been up to, man? Give me an update in real time, in real quick. In the studio, man. So um, proud of you. We in the studio, you know, the whole camp. On track music. That's the okay. name of the new label. Okay. We, uh, you know, um, we're in the studio every Tuesday. We've been in the studio every Tuesday, going on like two years now. How, what, what's the <laughs> what's the what time block? How much time y'all blocking out every Tuesday? Uh, from one to seven p.m. One p.m. to seven p.m. And then on how Saturdays. How are we in that time frame? How much work we getting done? Uh man, each artist like the um um. Normally, me and Dre Hill get there first, so we'll knock out like two songs. DJ will come knock out two songs. Izzy will knock out two songs. And then we do Saturday sessions, too. Then and on the Saturday sessions, is from like 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Okay. How many engineers are conducting all One. these sessions? Mm. One engineer Shout out to holding him. it down. Vinny. Vinny Orr. Shout out to Vinny. Vinny holding Vinny it down. Stuff. And then we starting to do uh, overnight sessions, too. 
Oh wow. Yeah. So we in there, you know. So and are you, are and you, it feel good, man. To you, you know, especially as a, oh yeah, uh, yeah. to say, yeah. especially as as an older cat, man, to still have that energy to you know to get in there. But sometimes the overnight sessions around four in the morning. <laughs> I'm gonna sit over here. Uh, no, gonna sit be, over here and take me a little nap, we man. Got we got the doze yeah, in and out here. Yeah, here. from that 8 p.m. to you know 8 a.m. I you know what I'm saying. I can legalize <laughs> it. I can legalize it. But it's nothing. About, it's nothing like having a passion that no matter where you are in life, you still make sure you find room for it. I, I do. Many people I don't do, have man. that in life that they can have something that no matter where they are in life, this is something that I can. No matter if it comes around, I'm gonna make time for it. Even if I can't force it, if the opportunity comes, I'm in. And I don't even have to force it either. Don't it, have to force it, it. It, it. And it's programmed now, so we know every Tuesday we in the studio. We didn't go to the studio last Tuesday because it was Valentine's Day. You know what you come from? You come from a, a culture or a, 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 a type of person that even before I was this type of person, I like to be proud to say I've been rapping when it was like uncool to be a rapper and a game banger. For real. So it was hard to be a cold nigga for your section and had and like cause I remember a time like this. <laughs> I used to like bump into certain niggas and be like, uh, oh you from Wooty Whoop? Everybody, yeah, I'm like, oh I know your homie Wooty Whoop. This is nigga I know from the studio. And the normal answer was like, oh that rapping ass nigga. And that was like the energy. And I've been rapping since that long, but that ain't never applied to me. <laughs> 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 hey, me and, hey, this was hey. Lantana Crip. It's what me and Crap. It's what me and uh, Flo did. L7. Uh, L7. Yeah, L7. Oh, yeah. We had L7 Productions. Oh, for Dev Doe. L7 Productions. Oh, my mama. You know, when Sammy used to pull up with the front back limo. Oh, God. We go into the shows. Oh, God. You remember all that? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. You know, Big C, Dushan, it was security. Like, man. Man, Big C, rest in peace, man. Man, so many fallen soldiers. Yes, yes, loved one. Oh, my mama. For real. For real, man, it, it it'll never be the same over there, you know, ever. For a, a number of reasons. Yes, for but many many reasons, for sure. I know it's slightly on the opposite side, and not to even highlight any of those differences. But I bought yeah. this. I bought this in the square. For, for real, when got that good yak in the square though. Yeah, on my mama on yeah. my way here. I bought that in the square. Shout out to all my niggas. Ends up. You know what I'm saying? It's just love. To the oh, yeah, it's love. I, I ain't on no banging shit. No, you know, I'm have, on positive never, shit. But I yeah. never have been when these cameras is on anyway, so it's never, that's what it's never been about yeah. when we come to the public. Yeah, but my thing yeah. is this, it's just crazy where you can learn that this, when all this is involved, especially when gas is so high, when an Arco is that close to a, to a, 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 a mobile <laughs> and the prices are so different. And, and, Way different. Yeah, and if you're trying to Way think different. about your yeah, you going to the Arco. Oh, <laughs> you going to the Arco to get gas, man. Yeah, man. They always say the gas was always cheaper. Oh, God. Still, <laughs> no matter what the ups and downs been, the gas station ain't changed ownership since we've been alive, bro. No, they haven't. Same people. They haven't. Same people. Oh, since my mama, mama. Early 80s, early 70s, can late I, 70s. Can I shift it up one time and just ask you a question? Let's get it. You think Donald Trump has action at becoming the president again? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, I, I, I really do. Now tell me this: being black like me, raising Compton like me, just thinking we Democrat because we didn't know nobody, just like we thought we were Baptists <laughs> and Christians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. all we thought. Yeah, that's what we was taught. Now tell me this: if he does make president again, would you appreciate it or be disappointed? Even though you still who you thought you was, 
what we already just went through in the last six, seven years, would you be happy to see him or upset? To be real, I don't even, I don't even know. To be real with you, hey, you know what? I, I, I feel like Mm-mm-mm. things did, this things did happen. Correct. During the time he was president, you know, uh, a lot of people ate off EDD. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, businesses, PPP businesses was um, getting money. Mm-hmm. There's businesses right now, this day, right now, today, that need funding. There's people in this world right now, today, that don't work, that need funding to pay their bills. That's why the cost of living is through the roof. It is. You go to the market, the price is higher, but the portions are smaller. Yeah. They're smaller. I got, I got, I got a colleague, a <coughs> colleague of mine who's doing an egg documentary on eggs. <coughs> he's recently Ooh. been, yeah, he's been like doing, what twelve dollars a carton right now. Yeah, he's he's going from like downtown LA to Orange County to uh the to the to the San Fernando Valley just going to grocery stores. Seeing what the different prices are on eggs. That's a and, good documentary. And, and, you know, he's noticing the majority of the grocery stores are empty. Yeah, they buying them up. Mm-hmm. They're buying them up, like how the mm-hmm. paper towels and tissue and all that stuff was being bought up. Guess what he's calling the documentary? What? Half a dozen versus six. <sighs> wow. Mm-hmm. That's deep. Mm-hmm. He older? A lot older, and he's a lot closer. Yeah, he older. He a lot closer to you than you imagine. Yeah, too. yeah. Yeah, he older. Mm-hmm. You know, from from from... The scenario and, and the wording of that documentary, he, he took, guess, it, he took guess, it way back. But guess what? He's he's a, a graduate of college, and he's also a lifelong just, he documents trends of cultures, um, finances, people, real estate. Heavy he, into that. He just documents trends, pinpoints how things go. So, and the fact that that's one of his interests is just, you know, it just happens to be a matter of chance. That's good. Yeah, that's real good. Shouts out to him for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, I definitely am gonna go watch that. I want to see that for sure when it drops. For sure, oh, that God. makes sense. Oh, that make more sense than pocket change. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? You still do? You still got the music going? What you yeah, doing? Let me tell you this, as far as the music in general, I'm okay. trying to like fill a few shoes. I seen you walk in when it come to CEO. So, you know, the reason I asked you about uh, TC based on your CEO status, you know, way beyond. I got two artists at the time. Just what happened. They both happened to be from Long Beach. One from okay. the north side from Mac Mafia named okay. Smurf. And then there's a female named Noonie Green. She's from the east side of Long Beach. Those are my two artists, Bay Mac Entertainment. That's tight. And um, I still fuck around every time they, you know, ask me for something or I find okay. the beat or stumble on the beat that I just touched my soul. I fuck around because we always fuck around, but really at this point I'm trying to push my two artists in. And that's what I'm on. Yeah. I got an album. I got a nitroglycerin album sitting in the cut, and I'm of just course. gonna spit singles off of there. Yeah. You know, because the fans overseas get upset when I ain't dropping nothing. Want, they get to harassing me. All I'm saying is this: is I'm, a, I'm a, as a little big homie at this point. I'm just gonna say you can't go overseas without me. The, Listen, don't go back. I got you. Because well, you know what we need to do then. Well, you know what we need to do. We need to do an album together. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, are you ready for another hour? You ready for another hour? We can do another hour. I know what this for the leader because I got, I got. We need to do another album. We need to do an album together. Hey, do you know what this this conversation sparked before in the Lantanas? I swear to God, we go another two hours. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're going to say that for your return, though. Okay. On God. No problem. But we can do it, though. No problem. We can do it, well, though. I just, but I, just, I, I just need an answer I, to I, that I, while I, we right here on camera. No, I just said we could do it, but that's Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. You know, that, you know that album will be vicious? do it until, before, until you come back. Okay. This, the name of this podcast is Factual Feelings. And we're going we're gonna to discuss everything that took place. Okay. The last time we talked about that. Okay. Yeah, that's going to be well, hard. I'm with part two. Yeah, for oh sure. My God, that's hard. You're talking to a person that I, my, no, I'm living my second life. Exactly, I have two birthdays. Exactly. So two is a good number. Exactly. <laughs> and I want you, before I forget to mention it, whether we go another 10 minutes, two minutes, or 20 minutes, let the people know where they can find you when they're thinking about you, all your social media handles, your new projects, your latest projects, what's happening with you. Uh, man, definitely if y'all looking to to tap in with me, go to my Instagram, OG Suicide, O-G-C-U-I-C-I-D-E. That's my IG. My artist is in my profile, you know, my son, Lil Side, uh, my my nephew, Dre Hill, my little bro, IMB Izzy, uh, producer, Johnny Cass, Adrian Swiss, you know, that's that's the team, that's the fam. You know, that's uh, KO, my, the little homie KO. He's the A&R for On Track. But, man, y'all go check it out, you know. And definitely OG Suicide in the building. It's about mental health. And anybody, mm. anybody, I don't care who it is, what walk of life you come from, the color of your skin means nothing to me because I'm colorblind to all of that. If you ever going through anything in life and you feel like you don't have anyone to talk to that – Nobody cares. Nobody loves you. Nobody has walked in your shoes that you have on. I feel mm. you. I understand because I walked in them shoes. I don't care what size it is, you know, because we, we started off from soft bottom shoes and I wear 12. So I definitely feel you and understand you. My personal number right here, the phone I'm holding in my hand that I've had for 17 years, the same number, called me 310-938-9376. 310 310- Nine three eight nine three seven six. Don't hesitate. Don't feel like you don't uh, want to be a burden. I'm, I'm, I'm checking that number right now. There you go. Don't feel don't, don't uh, feel yeah. like you don't want to be a burden yeah, 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 or anything works. to me. Please don't hesitate to hit me up. I got you. Man, that's deep. I appreciate that, man. And um, I do that every time, loved one. I, I have to. It's I important. Felt that was. I felt that, but I knew that was coming at some point, yeah. man. I already yeah. know. I already know. Because that's what I really wanted you here for, and that's why I know there's going to have to be return, and even there's going to have to be another return and another Let's return. Let's do it. I'm so proud we of you. We can do this all the time. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you before, you know, so long, and I'm, I appreciate everything, you, the part you played in my life. I, I appreciate the part you playing in the public's life. For sure. From the, the is original. You know what I appreciate you about you a lot is that Compton gets a lot of shine. And you were a part of the original landscape, a lot of this shit, and don't quite get that. And you don't sit around trying to holler and point it out. You just keep. I, yeah, I keep. I, I keep yeah, moving. Yeah, I love that. Because even though they don't say nothing, they know something. Yeah, yeah. They, they see it. They know. And, and, and even with you, loved one, I'm proud of you, loved one. Just to, to see you on your grown man shit. Because mm-hmm. I, I I know the the the, the SPI, the spider loaf that was out there. Wow. Didn't care, didn't care. Knocking on death door. <laughs> didn't care. I I, I know that. Similar to you. Like yeah, 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 yeah. But to see you doing what you're doing, loved one, Thank humble. You. And not saying it ain't still in you. 
Because it's still no, in you. But, 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 but to see yeah, you yeah, humble, yeah, yeah. And just chilling, like doing something different. And that's what I really love about myself. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I did the music. I did it. Did it I'm all comfortable. Though. Did it all though. And, and sitting back, just and, and what I can, what I can appreciate the most out of all of our experiences that we can relate. You have been an influence. Oh, I watch you go through it up, and then you got. I love your son the way you love mine, and then the most thing I can appreciate is that we didn't race no fucking gangbangers. No, can't do that. That's I what I know. We, we ain't doing no gangbang. I had two things: you couldn't gangbang, and you couldn't be the other. G. I'm not going to articulate it. That was my only two things. I'm talking about from as little as they was. That's all I knew to tell them. I told them I can accept anything in between. You couldn't be a gangbanger, and you couldn't be straight out. Yeah, and I just thank the Creator of the universe and straight everything, out. whatever it is, from the depths of my soul. I thank the Creator that I got that out of it. I want a billion. I want a trillion. I want a gazillion, kawillion, kazillion. Yes. I trade it all just for that. Straight on, out. On my mama. Straight my, it my, out. I want Straight the right, out, man. I want the right to before my female get pregnant to have a concept of what I would like my son to be like. And I want the right to just hope and wish it turns out that way. And when it does, to celebrate it. That's all. Straight out. Don't push what y'all own on me. Y'all own something else. Oh, okay. That's new. Yeah. This is all I want to do. Yeah. I want to be yeah. able to be horny, look at a sexy black woman, and say I want to fuck her and hope I get her pregnant. And if I have a boy, I hope he turn out and kind of be like me. That's all. It's Straight just, out. Guess what? They make that Straight a out. criminal position these yeah. days. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's di but we live in a different time. We do indeed. You know, we we live. It's a, it's a different world. You know. I still live by each one, teach one. Each one, teach one, and each that one, way we're one. definite to at least. Yeah. Reach one. Yeah, uh, uh, at least I told you about it. At least I broke it down to you from point A to point B. And I'm definitely glad to still be alive to have grandkids. I have five grandkids. I have one. I'm on your heels. That's what's up. Hey, you look like you don't deserve one as far as youth and age. Oh, yeah. You look 53. good. 53, Salute, man. Likewise, family. Oh, my mama, my mama, mama. Damn. Yeah. On your bumper, on your heels. Damn. Hey, I appreciate Remember, you was 11. Exactly. And I remember when you was about 16. Oh, God. I, I thought you was like a kind of guy that was 26, 27 back then. So I appreciate you. I, I had to, even though I was young, I had to live old. But that's the way we was raised. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my father didn't live in my house. And as yes. much as I love and respect yes. him to this day, he yes. was always in my life. Always. I never realized that we created our father from all the impressions of men that we learned to respect and mm -hmm. look up to. Mm -hmm. So you are part mm -hmm. of my fatherhood, my big brotherhood. Really? I'm glad that I was being able to be a part of both of your lives, the first one and the second one. We For still real. here. Still here. I just want one guarantee. One, one guarantee. Prom one promise. I got you. This won't be your last time being here. Oh, that's a promise. Else, Come on else. now. That's facts. Thank you, sir. What? Much love. That's facts. <laughs> hey, that's I was mad camera. I was late. No, you're not. You I right like, no, time. I was mad I was late because I don't like to show up nowhere late. I always show up oh, 30 today. minutes early. Late today. I always, throw, look, I always, throw, look, I always show up 30 minutes early wherever I'm going, wherever look, I need to be at look, to look around. Anybody that knows me from my mother to my child, anybody does business, anybody from my biggest pet peeve is tardiness. This is the probably the only conversation or subject me and him never discussed in our whole 30-something years of knowing each other. So to find out today when he was running about 15 minutes late that he called doing his own report card, 
can't stand to be tardy. You understand? That made <laughs> me no all, all the things that we know we connected yeah, by. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the confirmation, the last one, like that was I, that's me. Some people I'm, respect money. I respect time. Can I get a loud if I got the time, I can always get the money. Can I get a loud expression of how early I was here today and Huh? Yeah, that's what I do, bro. I appreciate yeah. that, man. Much love. That's your camera. You can tell them goodbye. I'm going to tell y'all goodbye. Much Peace love. Out. OG Suicide in the building. That's Piotr the third. <laughs> West side of comedy. Girl, I be living out with all about the money. So what you going to do when you ain't got no money? Your phone call.